Food Heals Podcast, episode number four. The best tip that I can give people, if you're going to eat food made by people in white coats, you're going to end up seeing people in white coats. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. Hello and welcome to the Food Heals Podcast, episode number four. And today is a special episode because it's a hashtag TBT, also known as Throwback Thursday. So normally our podcasts are released on Tuesdays and Saturdays, as I'm sure you know, but -hmm. during the launch we are doing special episodes for you just on Thursdays. Yeah, so usually you'll hear Susie and I interviewing our favorite people and sometimes each other, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) on the throwback episode you're going to hear interviews with some of our favorite people from our film Food Heals. We want you to get as excited about this film as we are, so that's why we are adding these special episodes on select Thursdays. Yeah, so today's show features Joe Cross, who is the director and star of the film Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And you have to see this film. It's very inspirational. You will love it. Um, In the film, he chronicles his journey of losing 100 pounds, ditching his medication, and getting rid of his chronic urticaria through five months of juicing and adopting a plant-based diet. He's such a great guy. We just love him. And we know that you're going to get so much value and inspiration from this interview. But before we get to today's interview, we want to remind you, Food Heals Nation, about our contest. Yeah. We are giving away 10 swag bags to 10 lucky listeners. The swag bags are like Oprah's favorites, but are instead Allison and Susie's favorites. Allison and Susie's favorites! Who gets a swag bag? (laughs) Yeah, so everything in the swag bag is all organic, all vegan, and it's just good for your body. No chemicals, no toxins, just stuff from the earth. So in episode two, we revealed one of the products in the swag bags, which is my personal favorite face cream made by the Global Healing Center. It's called Parfait Visage. And today we're going to reveal another product that is in the swag bag. So Susie, reach, reach in there. What, what do you find? Am I going to be your Vanna White right now? <laughs> yes, please be my Vanna. I would love to. <laughs> oh, okay. So I pulled out a little gem, Schmidt's Natural Deodorant. Yes, that stuff smells so good. It does. I pulled out the Ylang Ylang and Calendula. I'm going to smell it right now because I love smelling stuff on our mic. I know. I also love the bergamot and lime. That mm. flavor is really good. Love it. Smells very fresh. Yeah, and it's actually one of Alicia Silverstone's favorite deodorants. She says it's the best natural deodorant she's ever used. And Sadie Lincoln, the founder of Bar 3, says she's obsessed with it as well. I dig it. Celebrity swag is in your swag Celebrity swag. So we've got some great products in the gift bags as we are describing to you over our mics right now. (laughs) If you like this podcast and you want to enter, all you have to do is subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes or Stitcher. Send us a screenshot of your description on Twitter at Food Heals Nation, or post it to our Facebook wall. Or you can email it to us at info at foodhealsnation.com. Yeah, that's all you have to do to enter. So we look forward to seeing your reviews. Can't wait. (laughs) 
Our sponsor today is Viva La Cleanse, an online transformative health and beauty detox developed by Avita Rampart, who is also a friend of the show, and she healed herself of ovarian cancer by cleansing and adopting a plant-based diet. So stay tuned because later we're going to tell you how to save 20% off your cleanse with Avita. Today's show is also sponsored by Global Healing Center, which makes non-toxic organic skincare products that Allison and I love. So later in the podcast, we're going to tell you how to get 20% off our favorite Global Healing Center products. Absolutely. And their stuff is in the swag bag as well. So you're going to get lots of swag. Lots of swag. Global Healing Center. All right. Next up is my interview with Joe. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Hi, Joe. Good to see you. Allison, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good to be better. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the film. Well, I'm 46 years of age. Uh, born in Australia, uh, I now have this incredible uh, existence of traveling the world, talking about my experiences and how I rebooted my life when uh, I put a camera on myself when I was 40 years of age and made a film called Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, which uh, has uh, now gone out a little bit into the sort of viralness of the web through uh, streaming and the magic of the internet and now there's been like I think it's we're up to like three or four million people have watched the movie and so uh, very very exciting and now I'm lucky enough to get out and talk to people and tell them about my experiences and to share my feelings and thoughts about how I was living and how I live now and how that what an impact and what difference that makes to my life. So tell us about fasting what is a juice fast? Fasting is something that's been around for a long time Sometimes people fast because they want to fast, and other times nature makes the world fast. Like, you know, it's because of nature that we fast. So feast and famine. And strictly speaking, I think if you take the technical term of juice fasting, you're really not fasting because you are drinking nutrients. You're actually consuming food. You're taking on calories and energy. So in the strict sense, I don't really like, I mean, in the movie, I referred to it as juice fasting. Now, I sort of take a different view on, I call it rebooting. Because, you know, you could go on a Big Mac fast, you could go on a banana fast, you could do a steak fast. So technically speaking, the word um, juice fast, if you wanted to, to use that, it really is where for a period of time, all you are drinking is juice. So I, my interpretation of juice fasting is that you take fruit and vegetables and you put them through a machine, uh, what's called a uh, juice extractor or a juice press. And you extract out, separate the fiber, the soluble fiber and insoluble fiber, and you separate those two. So insoluble fiber is stuff that you can see that's the pulp the soluble fiber is actually in the juice it's 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 microscopic and you separate those two and you have what i commonly refer to as liquid sunshine in the juice and then you have the fiber and the pulp over to the left liquid sunshine i love that so let's talk about your life before you decided to start juicing. Um, I know you had an autoimmune condition called chronic urticaria, and you were on a lot of medications, living a stressful life. Tell me about your lifestyle and what prompted you to make a change. So 
my life was, was pretty much a life of excess. I was all about work. I had my priorities completely out of whack. And I was focused very much on material things and status and, you know, building and creating and, you know, how many cars can you park in your garage? How many shirts can you wear? How many watches can you put on your wrist? And that obsession with consumption and obsession with materialism meant that I was working 15, 16 hour days and priorities were about making money. It wasn't about what I was actually putting into my body. It wasn't about the energy that I was putting in. And so the energy that I was putting in were, was fast food, lots of processed food, and lots of animal product, and not a lot of plant food. So by doing that, I started to blow up. I started to get you know, pretty heavy. I, I sort of started my business career in the sort of, I'm gonna guess like in pounds, like 175, 180 region. And by the time that I had realized what I'd done to my body, I was up in the 310, 320, 330 region. So the existence of malnutrition and just consuming all of this empty calories, calories with absolutely no nutritional value whatsoever, and then not moving, then being very stationary or sedentary, uh, led my body to effectively break down. And of course, when your body breaks down, what happens? You get sick. And so the weakest link, the way I like to think about it is the weakest link in my chain broke. And for me, that weakest link was chronic urticaria angioedema, which is just a fancy way of saying chronic hives with lots of swelling. And the result of that was that I was Effectively, it was a disease of touch. So when anybody touched me, when I had any pressure on me, whether it was a belt, whether it was a seat, whether it was standing up on my feet, um, my body reacted, the autoimmune part, like my defense mechanism, saw that pressure as an invasion in my body. So my body said, oh my God, there's an invasion going on in Joe. Let's release a lot of histamine to protect our body. So the histamine was a swelling. So I was actually causing it myself. So the only way to get rid of that swelling, to, to knock that down, um, that I thought at the time, was to take medication. So I had to bombard my body with steroids, cortisone. Um, and that's called uh, prednisone, is the, is the drug I took. And I took, I tried about, I'm um, gonna guess six or seven different drugs. And this was the one that had the most effect. So I was on 60 milligrams of prednisone when I first got sick. And then over time, that sort of stuck, snuck down to like 30 milligrams a day. You're still pretty high. And so that was my existence for eight years until I decided that, you know, I've been outsourcing my health. I've been skirting the responsibility. I've been, you know, avoiding it. And so I started to go on a journey to see if I could do something about this other than the medication. And that journey led me to a, a desperate position of, well, if I don't do something about this, if I don't take full responsibility, 
and confront my demons, then this is going to kill me. Because high steroid use for a long period of time, the side effects are, are pretty nasty. It's, it's um, moon face, it's hunchback, it's uh, osteoporosis. I mean, the, the, the prednisone starts to get in and really eat away at your bones. So it took me probably two to three years to really what I call get into the house of mirrors. And that is have a good hard look at myself and realize that I had to change my diet. I had to, you know, 70% of disease is caused by our lifestyle choices. Whether we smoke, what we eat, what exercise we do or don't do, how much sleep we get, how much stress is in our lives. And when I heard this, I was actually quite excited because I wanted to be in that 70% category. I didn't want to be in the 30%, which is just genetics. Okay, that's a luck of the draw. So the only way I could really work out if I was actually in the 70% category, and it was all about lifestyle choices, was to actually completely change the way that I was living. And so that meant you know, embracing Mother Nature and going back to what it is that we have eaten for most of our existence. And you know, there's really only three things that humans today have ever eaten. We've eaten processed food, we've eaten animal product, and we've eaten plant food. And for me, I was like playing in what I call the fun part of town, which is the animal and the process world. And as we all know, you spend a lot of time in the fun part of town, pretty soon, it ain't fun anymore. And so I needed to get more of this plant world into me. I needed to get this essential nutrients into my body. So I decided to just like tackle it head on and just go, you know what? I'm just gonna go 100% plant food for as long as it takes to get well. And I'll give myself like two years. If after two years, this doesn't work, then I'll resign myself to the fact that I'm in the 30% camp and that it's genetics and there's not much I can do about it. And so, so began my journey. So when I, when I look down at my body, um, most people saw fat, I saw energy. Because the body, what it does is it stores up all this energy, either in fat or in muscle. So the idea of actually starting my journey with 60 days of just drinking juice was purely to, hey, I've got all this energy, I'm like, well, how about I use it up? Let's try and use it up as quickly as possible. But at the same time, put the nutrients in. Make sure I'm getting those phytochemicals, those tens of thousands of different chemicals that my cells need to function, to heal myself, give my body a chance to just put in the fuel that I'm supposed to actually be living on. Exactly. You know, that's so well said. Um, so how long did it take you to start feeling better, to get off your medications? And we know healing takes time. So what did your timeline look like? So I set a time that I'm going to give this two years. And to kickstart my journey, I wanted to supercharge and like freebase mother nature by doing the 60 days of juicing. So I did the 60 days and I was still on the medication. Like I wasn't by no means off the medication. It had come down quite considerably, but I was still on it, even on day 60. And then I went for three months, okay? It was gonna be longer, but it was three months of micronutrient food. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, and seeds. 
okay? And some whole grains as well. And I did that, and after three months, I was clear of all medication. I was an incredible feeling not to take any pills. I was able to shake people's hand. I was able to do weights. I was able to hold a baby. I was able to do, pick up my shopping bags. I was able to do things, walk on a beach with bare feet. And it was an amazing feeling. It was a total freedom. I was very nervous at the beginning. Like, I'm thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. I need medication. But I haven't looked back and uh, haven't taken a pill since. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, did you know you can create a sophisticated detox spa in the privacy of your own home? That's right. No need to spend thousands of dollars for an expensive resort. People all over the world are cleansing online and bonding in this unique, life-changing experience. Viva La Cleanse. Take the case of Rich Gribben, a 67-year-old corporate executive who lost 47 pounds in just three months thanks to this program. Or Nathan Brown, a London trainer, got his six-pack back. How about Anna, who healed herself from depression in just a few weeks? Or Anthony from New York City, who used to weigh over 200 pounds and was an alcoholic? Today, he is a marathon runner. These and many more stories testify to the power of cleansing that now you, wherever you are, can experience for yourself. Viva La Cleanse is a unique and transformative health and beauty detox developed by Avita Rampart, the diva of wellness, who cured ovarian cancer naturally and lost 83 pounds. She's the author of The Bliss of Cancer and one of the stars of the films Hungry for Change and Food Heals. Avita is offering a special discount for Food Heals Nation. Sign up today and follow her footsteps. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS for 20% off your cleanse. Join us at vivalacleanse.com forward slash coupon forward slash FOODHEALS. Nation, if you are looking for the highest quality supplements, the most luscious organic skincare, and a brand name that you can trust to be free from toxic chemicals, look no further than the Global Healing Center. I have been using their products for years. Their Parfait Visage face lotion literally makes my skin look younger. And it comes in a beautiful bottle, so it is perfect as a gift as well. And the Oxy Powder Colon Cleanse Capsules are the most powerful detox supplements I have ever used. They get everything out and they don't leave you feeling full or uncomfortable. The mission of the Global Healing Center is to bring back good health, positive thinking, happiness, and love. And they want to help you realize that your body is a self-healing mechanism. Well, I couldn't agree more. So I've teamed up with Dr. Group and the Global Healing Center to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website at globalhealingcenter.com, pick out the items you want, and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, for 20% off your purchase, plus free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. 20% off is a great deal, Food Heals Nation. I love their products, and I know you will, too. You are listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. What is your diet like now? What is your lifestyle like? So what I do is I try to eat as much plant food as I can. Hey, I live in the modern day world. I live in a world where there is processed food, there is animal product, and there's plant food. 
the average person in America, the UK, Australia, let's call it the Western world, they're consuming about 93% of their calories from the animal world and the process world, and just 7% from plant world. So I look at that and I go, okay, that's the average. And because of that, in my view, we have an epidemic of disease in today's society. And I call this, these, most of these diseases diseases of nutritional ignorance. And I coined that from many of the doctors that I've spoken to in my journey, that if you're going to live in the world where you just want to consume 5 to 7% of all the energy that you take on, has plant-based has plant micronutrients, these phytochemicals, and you're gonna consume most of it from processed food and from animal world, you are gonna end up like most people, which is 27% of us are dying of heart disease, 25% from cancer, 10% from stroke, diabetes, Alzheimer's. These are, these are all terrible ways to go. Now, you know, not all of these diseases are simply because people didn't eat enough plant food. But those numbers would dramatically reduce if the plant food consumption increased. So for me, what I try to do is I try to eat as much plant food as I can. Now that means like, for me, it's kind of like 35 to 40% of all the calories I take on board, I try to have them as plant food, which is a great way to live because it still means I've got like 50 to 60% of my calories can still come from the fun part of town. So I can still go into a sushi restaurant. I can have some fish. I can have steak every now and then. I think maybe I've had like five or six steaks in five years, but I'll have it every now and then. Um, I don't eat a lot of chicken or lamb or those things, not, not very much. Mainly I'm a, from the animal world, I'm more on stuff from the sea. Then in the processed world, look, you know, I still love my bread. I don't have it that often. Um, you know, give me a good vegetarian pizza. That's kind of a treat for me. And I love ice cream. But once again, not a lot. And I've, I've learned that by actually having a lot of plant food, I actually feel good. I, I, it gives me this, it's, it's hard to describe. It's like a rush. You just get this euphoric feeling of energy from this food group that when you start to eat the other stuff, like the, the processed food and the animal, it's sort of like if you eat too much of it, you start to feel it. You, you can physically feel the drag on your emotions, on your energy levels, on your body. And, you know, there's like a tipping point. Like if I can go, if I can go three or four days of too much of that food, then it can feel normal. But it's those three or four days that if I maybe do a little bit too much down in the processed world and well, I've got to pull it back and I'm getting much better at that now. So I don't, I don't um, you know, just going and juicing for 60 days and then three months of plant food, it's not a magic bullet. It's not like, okay, now you can go back and eat, eat processed food and you're going to be fine again. I'm pretty confident that if I went back to my old ways, if I took on the consumption of animal product and processed food that I used to live on, I'd get sick again. It's, it's not like, I don't look at it as oh, I'm cured if that makes sense. I look at it as though if, if I ignore the laws of nature, then I cannot be immune from that. I'm, I'm 
simply a human being. I'm a species on this planet that needs fuel. I need energy to live on and to, to move. And I'm like everyone else. We all have that choice. And what I try to do and what I try to inspire people and educate and entertain people to do is to try and eat more of this. I don't want to tell anybody how much to eat. Just say, eat more of it. You know, you still want to go to the baseball on the weekend, have a hot dog, knock yourself out, enjoy it. Life's about having fun. It's not about like, you know, being the food policeman. It's about getting out there and enjoying life. But you cannot get out there and enjoy sustainable life if you're going to ignore the biological laws of cause and effect. It's that simple. I know because I tried and it didn't work. It's kind of like saying this is a journey. This is not a destination. Well, it's all about the journey. Right? I mean, the destination is six feet under. I mean, that's the end of the day, isn't it? Like brown bread, gone. That's the destination, you know, where the incredible thing about the human body is that, you know, it's a lot smarter than you'll ever be, okay? It knows how to repair itself. It knows what it wants. And every single cell in your body, the multi, multi-trillion of them, they, they're like a symphony. And they're all trying to play to keep you alive. There's this incredible desire to stay alive, to, to exist. And what we need to do is to feed it the energy that allows it to do so. And I see disease very much as when you starve your cells of the nutrition, of the energy, of the, call it ammunition, to function well, they're going to die for you, and they will die. And when they die, that's disease. They get taken over. They get run over. But there's a war going on in there, and you've got the good guys and the bad guys, and what are they after? You've got all these you know, free radicals that we let into our body, whether we breathe them in through pollution or cigarettes or we eat them because we're eating processed food and deep-fried food. Chemistry just says that those free radicals that are racing around, they've got to latch onto something and they're latching onto your cells. They're latching onto things that you need to function well and they twist and turn them and manipulate them and they, they say, hey, come over here and be like me and split this way and let's convince those cells down there to do this. And we call that cancer. So, you know, the only way to really combat those free radicals, and you can't live in the modern day world without getting free radicals in your body. I mean, they... They're going to go in when you breathe them, right? So the only way to combat that is to put antioxidants in. And the antioxidants, they go along and they zap them. Boom, boom, boom. Like, they're like a defense mechanism for us. And where are antioxidants found? Plant food. So, you know, there's... It's just obvious. It's pretty simple. Yeah, so when you look at the modern day humans and how we die... Uh, you know, half of us die of either heart disease or cancer. 10% from stroke, 5% from Alzheimer's and diabetes. The list goes on. And I look at these diseases and I really feel deep down that these are diseases of nutritional ignorance. And I've, all the doctors, all the experts, all the scientists that I've spoken to, I've heard many of them refer to them as so that's not my coin, I ain't, that's not my phrase, but I've picked it up along the way. And, you know, Sometimes you speak to people and you say, 
that the food that they're eating, you know, do you realize what that's doing to you, how that's affecting you? And there's this total disconnect that, and it was for me, I mean, I can tell you now, like in my 20s and 30s, there was no connection between food and health to me. You know, there's a lot of people running around talking about losing weight. And I used to know if you eat too much, you're going to be fat. But, you know, just looking at health by being like losing weight, that's, that's just so one-dimensional. I mean, anyone can lose weight by just reducing the number of calories they put into their body. But if you wanted to go on, say, a, uh, you know, a hamburger fast, and all you wanted to do was eat like two hamburgers a day, which is going to save you 1,000 calories, well, you're going to lose weight over time. But if all you're having is processed bread and processed animal and processed cheese and processed ketchup, and that's your hamburger, you're not putting any nutrition in. So yes, you'll lose weight, but are you really delivering to your cells on a molecular level what they need to sustain life, to function as they're supposed to function? No, you're not. So you might be thin, but you're going to be building up plaque on your arteries, you're going to be starving your cells, and you're going to be putting yourself at a high risk of these diseases of nutritional ignorance, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, obesity, etc. How do you feel today compared to back then? What I can remember about the old days was that I had to be very conscious of how I shook somebody's hand. I had to look at the seat. I had to make sure I had loose fitting clothes. I needed to always have my pills close by. I couldn't ever check my luggage with my pills in my luggage because of for fear if the bags were lost. So my pills were my security blanket. They were, they were always close by. Um, every morning was a lottery, waking up, whether or not I was going to have a really good day or a really bad day. And a good day to me was when the medication kept my skin and my issue, I call it issue, below the surface. Um, now, that meant even on a good day, I couldn't do things of high impact on my body. Like I couldn't lift weights, I couldn't pick up anything heavy. And I'm a big guy, so I walk into someone's house, they'd say, hey, can you help me move the table? And I'd roll my eyes and, okay, here we go, and I'd lift the table, and sure enough, three or four hours later, my whole hand would swell up and I wouldn't be able to close or use my hand for five or six hours. And you got to up the dose. And... So I really was like a boy in a bubble, a disease of touch. And so that was very inhibiting. And you, you really do adjust your life. Like mentally, even I find myself today doing things that just because out of habit. But I go, I don't need to worry about that anymore. You know, like walking on a beach with, uh, with no shoes. I mean, I'll, I'll think twice now when I walk on the sand, but I go, oh, actually, I'm healthy. I can do this. So you still think about it. Um, and so... You know, when you are carrying around a lot of extra energy, when you are holding on to 100 pounds of fat and muscle that's just been built up, you also don't feel like moving. When you put rubbish into the system, the output is pretty poor. So you don't feel like moving. You would much rather lie on the couch, put some sport on or a movie on or a TV show 
with a bottle of Coke and a pizza maybe being delivered and just sort of hibernate. Might be a beautiful day outside, you don't care. You've got your carbs, you've got your sugar, and you're just lying there and you've got your TV, and that's the way you spend five or six hours in the afternoon. You know, maybe two or three litres of Coke and two pan-fried deep pizzas from your local takeaway. And so it sort of just plays on itself. It's, it's, it's like a, you're, you're caught in this vicious circle. Because you're heavy and because you're sick, you don't want to move. And because you're like that, you are addicted to the sugar, fat, and salt, the consumption. You're addicted to it. It's an absolute addiction. And if you don't have it, like four or five hours later, you're grumpy, you're angry, you're agitated. And the only thing that's going to prevent that agitation is more caffeine, more sugar, more fat, more salt, more nicotine, more alcohol, whatever, whatever the vice is. And for me, it was everything. So I was, uh, I was a flag bearer for total addiction in all that area. So it, it, the difference between now and today is that, like before I came here today, I was down on the beach. I bike ride for two hours this morning. I had a great ride. It was just fabulous to be out and about. Um, I had uh, some friends of mine cook me breakfast afterwards. We had egg whites and some oatmeal and some bananas and strawberries. And they had some processed juice. They had like orange juice out of a bottle. Um, now, I, would, I, I won't drink that. Um, not because it's bad for you, just because it's got too much sugar and there's no real micronutrients in it. So I drank water. And that was my breakfast today after being out for a two-hour ride. I had breakfast. I feel alive. I feel like I'm 21. I just, you know, when you put the right fuel in, your body wants to move. We, are, we have evolved to move. That's what we do. We do it really well. And so it, it, it's, it's, you know, everything pretty much the way I look at things is logical. I'm a very logic-driven person. I don't think that it's that complicated. We make it complicated. We, we really spend a lot of time confusing ourselves. We get too much into the detail, the micro of the carbs and the sugars and all this. And I, I appreciate all of that. But at the end of the day, most of the biggest problems in the world are pretty simple to solve. And I really believe that the way for us to be healthier is simply to eat more plant food. And depending on how sick you are, if you're really sick like I was, well, you've got to eat a lot of it. Okay, You've got to eat a lot of it and you've got to do it for a long period of time to repair the body. But if you're kind of like not, you're just getting the flu every now and then and you're still kind of young and you've still got some movement about you, you don't need to do too much to get the strength back and get that system back. So for me, I sort of look at it that I had to go right up to that 100% of micronutrients. I had to really put my foot on that gas to get that nutrition into the body. And it took five months before I was able to ease back and now I'm not at 100%, I'm at like 35, 40. And three or four times a year, I do a reboot and I go back up to 100 for 10, 15 days because I just love the euphoric feeling of just having 100% of that energy in my body. It's a great feeling. It's like I, I equate it to like climbing up a mountain and you just love the view and it's just, it becomes addictive.
in a good way. So what specific advice would you give someone who recently was diagnosed with a disease or is just sick and not feeling well? What would you tell them? So I think that what I would look at, if you've got a chronic disease, then there's a chance, 70% chance, that it's your lifestyle choices that are causing that chronic disease. And there's really only one way for you to find out if it's genetic or if it's because of you. And that is by putting into your body micronutrient-rich food. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, seeds, whole grains, and nothing else. And that might sound incredibly crazy and, oh, too hard. Trust me, after a week or two of it, it gets a lot easier. And it's really the only way to find out. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, it depends on how far gone you are as to whether your body will allow it to self-repair. I think the natural state of the human body is to be healthy. The natural state is for your cells to function like that symphony, all in beautiful orchestra of life, and to deliver you health, happiness, longevity, vitality. If you're going to be your own worst enemy and starve your cells of the nutrition they need, you're going to pay the price. The thing I've noticed the most is that we spend the first 40 years of our life trying to kill ourselves and the next 40 trying to stay alive. And the best tip that I can give people, if you're going to eat food made by people in white coats, you're going to end up seeing people in white coats. You know, I generally feel sorry for doctors because doctors have a very short window of time to try and diagnose a problem and give the advice. And really, if you sort of, a doctor sort of told a person, hey, go out and eat plant food for the next five months, how many are going to do it? Once again, we get back to that point where telling people what to do doesn't work. So we have developed this society where doctors, and it's no fault of their own, they write prescription. They say, here, take these pills, do this. Because people are coming to them and outsourcing their health to the doctor. And the doctor's saying, well, this is the best I can do for you. But, you know, you should eat well as they're sort of leaving the room. Now, you know, doctors looked at what I was, you know, my, my disease. They, no one ever told me that, you know, I could cure myself by going out and eating a plant-based diet. But I don't think they didn't tell me that because they didn't believe it. I think they told me that because they didn't think I would do it. So they gave me medication. So... You know, I've met a lot of great doctors in my travels. I've also met some that are pretty closed off to this. And, you know, it's like anything. There are people that, that have a holistic approach to life and there are those people who have a pretty sort of narrow-minded view. And I think that when it comes to health, it's pretty obvious to me that it's a holistic approach. It's not just about what you put into your body. It's how you treat your body. It's the exercise you do. It's how much sleep you get. It's how much stress is in your life. It's, you know, what you do with the anger. It's, there's, there's lots of things that, that go into a holistic approach with health. But numero uno, for me, is the fuel that you put into your body. So, so the most extraordinary thing about the journey that I've been on, and, you know, sometimes you get lucky in life, and I certainly got lucky with the advent of technology. You know, when I first started with this idea of making a film, it was all about DVDs, but nowadays everything's streaming, everything's digital. You've got, it's very easy for people to consume your content if it's good enough. So I got very lucky. And what actually happened was, is that after people saw my movie and they saw 
somebody changing and then other people changing and people following them. Really, I, I, I don't really believe in telling people what to do. I don't think telling people what to do works. I think it's all about showing. I think it's all about inspiring. It's all about when people want to know something, if they ask you, then you share the information. You don't get on a soapbox and preach and tell people what to do. It doesn't work. So what's happened to me is, is that out of the millions of people that have watched my movie, hundreds of thousands of people want to do a reboot. So I find myself in this extraordinary position where I used to work and do something else. Now I'm like full-time in the world of reboot where I've got a uh, basically a platform and you can do this now through, through the web. It's fabulous. You can just reach so many people. And so I'm really like running a, like a direct-to-fan model where I do my best to, to keep in touch with as many of these people as possible. And now you can't keep in touch with all of them, but I do my best. And we have developed a, uh, a platform where people can come in and do a reboot. Now, a reboot is pretty simple. It's a reboot is a period of time where you take your micronutrient intake up to 100%, which means really you either juice fruits and vegetables and you juice them for a period of time or you eat them for a period of time. We leave the nuts, beans, seeds, whole grains out in this stage of the, the reboot simply because we want the body to be able to digest much easier. And when you're only eating fruits and vegetables and you leave the high protein stuff, the nuts, the beans, you leave that out, you, we find anyway that for a short period of time, this is a, this is a big benefit. It helps people go to the bathroom more. It helps people just regain their, their mojo back. So it's up to the individual to decide how long they want to go. I mean, I did 60 days, and not everyone needs to do 60 days, but if you're carrying around like the energy that I was carrying around, you might want to do 60 days, and thousands of, tens of thousands of people have. Most people can get a huge benefit out of just doing 10 days of this. So a reboot really is 10 days or more of drinking and or eating fruits and vegetables. And after that, after they've done a reboot, because they have taken their micronutrient intake up to that 100%, and they 99.999% feel amazing, feel terrific, got energy, their joints don't hurt as much, they sleep well, they wake up out of the morning and they want to bounce out, they want to start moving, they really like it. And so when they go back to incorporating processed food, to incorporating animal product into their diet, they don't have as much of it. And they're kind of like rebooted, they're reset and they're ready to tackle the world. And then for a lot of them, they can hold that. And then for some, they go back to their old ways and pretty much maybe say three months, four months later, they're back to where they were before and they feel lousy. But at least they've had a glimpse of what it's like to be human. They've had a glimpse of that feeling where you can smell, where you can hear better, see better, move better, think clearer. And... That little glimpse is enough for most of them to get them back on another reboot and get them back. So it might take some people three or four reboots before they get to a balance. And, uh, you know, it's, it's different for everybody. And that's why, you know, coming out with a diet, I mean, you know, diets don't work in my view. It's, 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 about, it's about increasing your consumption of plant food. And if you want to call that a diet, well, that's a diet for life. So well said. It's a diet for life. 
eat more plants. What a perfect way to wrap up such an inspiring interview, Joe. I can't thank you enough for meeting with me today. I love everything we talked about and I can't wait to share it with our audience. So tell everyone what you've created and how they can join the reboot. So what I did is I created this website, which is jointhereboot.com and people can go there and it's free and they can get meal plans. They can get the whole, everything they want to know about doing a reboot. It's, uh, it's all there for them to see. All right. What are your final words? Um, what is Joe Cross's secret to a healthy, happy life? We have to, we have to look at the, what we are putting into our body in a holistic approach. It's about getting as much plant food as we can into our body. Don't ever let an opportunity for greens to go by without, without eating them. Get as much as you can in. And if you can't, don't berate yourself. Don't get angry. Don't get upset. Enjoy the sandwich or the pizza or the hamburger or whatever and enjoy it if that's what you want to do. But the next day when you get up, make an effort to try and get as much plant food into your diet as possible. And that really, I think, is the, the secret to actually really overcoming a lot of these food addictions and these problems that we have in the modern day world. That's our show. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Joe. He is so inspiring. And that interview was shot for our film Food Heals. So be sure to check that out once it comes out. As of fall 2015, we're still in post-production, but you can see the trailer at foodheals.tv. And we have more videos with Joe at holisticvoice.org. And now Joe has actually come out with Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead 2. So definitely check that out as well. Our tweetable today comes from Joe Cross, who said, increase your plant food, that's a diet for life. If you like it, tweet it back to us at Food Heals Nation. Make sure to tag Joe in your post at Joe the Juicer. And last thing I will leave you with today is a challenge. Food Heals Nation, I challenge you to have one juice a day for seven days. Add it to your regular routine and see what happens. Whether you make it yourself or you buy it at a juice bar or a Whole Foods, make sure it is fresh and organic. And then tell us about your experience. Feel free to send us a tweet at Food Heals Nation, post it to our Facebook wall, or email us at info at foodhealsnation.com. I'll leave you with a quick juice recipe before I sign off. It's for a liver cleansing juice. So all you need is two apples, one bunch of grapes, a half beet, one-fourth grapefruit, and one-fourth lemon. Put this through your juicer and voila, you've got a liver cleanse that even tastes good. And if it's not sweet enough for you, just add a little more apple. Juice on, as Joe says, and go get that liquid sunshine. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.